0: Welcome to Cowboy Ed, where we ride around and through educational strategies. Well, let's let's just start with some questions for our listeners out there. Let's just just dive right into the rodeo. So first question is, have you shared our Cowboy Ed podcast with a colleague or friend? Well, if you haven't, come on, that's that's what makes this great. Help us get the word out and get the conversations rolling. And yeah, that second question, have you followed us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram? If we need another social media uh, platform to get information and get your input, let us know. But the Wyoming Prairies, uh, without some other educators to ride along with us, are pretty lonely. So, trying to get those words and get that conversation. And the last thing is, tell us what and who we need to be talking to and potentially talking about. If there's something you wanna know more about, please by all means connect with with one of us and and let us know. Uh, We we wanna make this conversation as valuable to you as we can. Let's get into the, the good stuff. We're extremely lucky in Wyoming to have some amazing resources available for educators, parents, and students. One of those resources is the Wallop Civic Engagement Program. And as Tommy Boy said, Uh, wait a minute, I I better not say that. So let's just say you don't need to hear me talking about the cow. You'd rather just have the butcher. So we got the guy, the head cowboy in charge of of this to talk and tell us about it and and give us all the goods on it. So let's give a cowboy ed welcome to Dr. Jason McConnell from the University of Wyoming. How you doing, Jason? Hey, I'm doing really great. Thanks so much for having me on your show.
1: Hey, Jason, this is Maya and I'm co-hosting with James, and I am um, so excited that you're here. So can you start off by telling our listeners a little bit about what the Wallop Civic Engagement Program is and kind of what you do? Sure,
2: so uh, pre-pandemic, um, Dr. Jean Garrison, my colleague, and I used to travel around the state of Wyoming actually making appearances at uh, Wyoming schools. And so, like so many things, uh, COVID-19 put the kibosh right on that. Uh, Turns out uh, we weren't going to schools anymore, just like the teachers and students uh, who normally inhabit them weren't. And so last spring, spring of 2020, uh, Gene and I came up with the idea, what if we could shift content online? And then we started partnering with the nice folks from the uh, University of Wyoming's Trustees Education Initiative. Here I'm talking about Curtis Biggs and Colby Gull. A big shout out to those guys. They're really outstanding to work with. Gene and I have been working with Curtis and Colby and some other folks to put together a catalog of digital content, uh, specifically content that speaks directly to the Wyoming Department of Education's Uh, standards for content and performance. And so we first stood up the social studies catalog in the fall of 2020. And here in the near future, we're hoping to expand into other content areas.
1: That sounds really exciting. And it's neat to know that some of the teachers out there listening might be able to put a face with a name um, because you've been out to all those schools. I, I can't say that. I'm pretty new. To University of Wyoming, and I haven't had a chance to get out around the, the state yet. So I think that's great. And it sounds like you guys are really working on getting a ton of content out there to teachers and really making it useful in the online environment. And I know James has a question that he's dying to ask. you.
0: So in, in the idea of civics, the, the, this is a challenging topic. And so in your lifetime of teaching, you know, looking at it, is it getting easier or, or is it getting harder to teach students civics?
2: Uh, At this point, I've been teaching at college level about 20 years together. And I personally think it's getting more challenging. It turns out uh, as a society, Americans are more polarized than ever before. Uh, Disagreements are relatively entrenched. And yet as educators, quite literally, our job is to not shy away from these uh, tough topics, but instead to engage them in a manner that's inclusive of students in our classrooms that have differing opinions, and for that matter, in a way that's respectful of the families at home, Um, because it's not like that kid's just existing in a bunch of nothingness. You know, they come from a family, and a family that has deeply held beliefs, and so how do you do that? Well, it turns out uh, it's hard. I mean, it's not the easiest thing.
0: You know, it, and, and we, we had another guest on and, and talked about civics in general. And it it is. It, you, you hit on such an important part that the the beliefs of families are, are well-rooted in, in their homes and their grandparents and relatives. And so it is a very challenging topic to to tiptoe through without, uh, especially it seems like today with, with all the other things that have gone on, without offending somebody and, and creating those conversations that where kids can hear all about how our system, how our p- political system has evolved, but also that idea of respecting other people's opinions and not just, I'm right, you're wrong, or those kind of things. It's, it, it, I, I feel like as, as a social studies person, that our job is more important today than it ever has uh, to, to really build some of those, for, for lack of better personal skills, those maybe interpersonal skills. Like how do you disagree with somebody uh, without just, just not talking to them, just blocking them, just unfriending them, whatever it may be. And so this, this is definitely a, a, an important time and an important resource for, for, our, for our teachers for sure. Maya, I know you're, we, we've had this conversation about civics before in, in a different format. And I, I know it, how, how we engage those teachers and especially your work with pre-service teachers. It, it becomes an important topic. So I know you're, I know you've got some questions for Dr. McConnell. What do you got for me?
1: Excellent. Yes, I do. Actually, I think I'm going to start with the techie question because uh, that's the part I love. Um, So you're talking about taking these materials that you used to be able to take out face-to-face to people and you've moved it online. And so what does that look like for you guys? How, how are those materials um, accessible? How do you use them? What do they look like? Are they videos? Are they things you can download? Give us a little sense of, of what you're offering.
2: What we're offering is a content package Uh, where a video made by a faculty member at the University of Wyoming, or perhaps a faculty member at one of our partner community colleges across the state, uh, puts together a video, and then an accompanying resource guide for the classroom teacher. Uh, The resource guide is going to offer up a very short abstract of the video. So think like 100 words or less, description of what the video is about, Uh, The video content is in uh, a readily accessible format. Um, You can click on our video link. It'll take you to the video itself. They average about 10 minutes long. A good number of the videos now actually have class discussion questions embedded in the video itself. Uh, The resource guide reiterates those questions and then adds a few more to it, along with some suggested classroom activities. And then quite frankly, uh, we all know that some classes are gonna want to take this material and build it out into a much broader lesson plan. And so part of our resource guide actually includes a list of other suggested resources. Uh, Now, that being said, co-library at the University of Wyoming is outstanding as far as libraries go. Uh, but that might not actually help out a classroom full of kiddos in Matitsi or Tensleep or, you know, uh, any other Wyoming town. And so what we've done is in our resource guide, we've actually put in links to digital content out there on the interwebs so that our hope is folks can access it any place they've got an Internet connection. And we've been exceptionally cognizant from the get go that a lot of teachers are gonna be utilizing this content in some sort of asynchronous pedagogy. But that being said, uh, some of our classes across the state have been running synchronously through Zoom or something else. And then now uh, we're at a point in the spring of 21 that a lot of classes are back in a face-to-face modality. And so we've really tried to package our content so that it could be utilized any which way uh, asynchronously online, synchronously in person, synchronously online. Uh, we really don't think that uh, the modality is a barrier to accessing the content.
1: It sounds like you guys have spent a lot of time thinking about the details and the usability of all this. So I, I think that you're offering a lot for teachers, old and new, right, to, to be able to bring some of these topics into their classroom. And that brings me to another question. Sometimes these topics are scary, I guess, for lack of a better word, to some of these teachers, especially pre-service teachers. They're not quite sure how to engage in the topic. So do you have supports for teachers or for the pre-service teachers? Is this, you know, connected to their methods classes in any way, or how do you support the teachers?
2: Uh, Well, we actually offer up a live chat back feature. I've got a couple of teenagers of my own, and they practically live online, uh, much to my chagrin. And they get very, very excited when someone they follow online on something like Instagram or Snapchat or even TikTok is doing some sort of live ask me anything. And so keeping that in mind and generally the notion of meeting folks where they are, you know, to offer that sort of support to our teachers across the state we're actually offering, and by we, I mean uh, the Wallet Project, we're offering to play that matchmaker. So as Wyoming teachers utilize our content or or plan to utilize our content and are interested in how to field some of those more sticky questions, the more difficult stuff, we're offering to play matchmaker and scheduling agent, if you will, to schedule a live opportunity for that faculty member who compiled the resource guide, who filmed the video to actually talk with the class and answer questions on their mind. And that actually gets me right back to how this whole thing got started. I'm a free speech guy. Uh, That's what most of my own personal research is on. So if I were to go into a classroom like uh, I did at Sheridan High School last year or Laramie High School too, for that matter, Uh, In those classroom settings, frequently I would give my talk about something that uh, is interesting to me, like student athlete speech rights. That's a hot topic these days. If I were to give a presentation about that very, very frequently, I'd get questions from the students about that topic, but then, you know, students' minds wander just like ours do. And so I would field questions about all sorts of other things maybe free speech related, maybe freedom of religion related, maybe something related to you know government just in general. And so we don't want that to be lost just because of the pandemic. And so we're hoping the live Ask Me Anything sessions will give us an opportunity to kind of bring that back even through the digital format.
1: I love that engagement. I think that one thing we've learned because we've all been forced into this online environment is how to better connect with people through our digital tools and it sounds like you guys are masters of that. I think that's a great idea. And I know James loves civics so I know he's got like 20 questions that he still wants to ask you so I'm going to turn it back over to him.
0: Well, I'm just I'm just like writing notes down, taking all the stuff in as as a, I think about different things that Dr. McConnell talked about as far as you know the the help for teachers is such an important piece. I always looked at it I always look at technology, back to Maya's uh, favorite topic. But we have, we have to almost create it in an in environment of no excuses. And so I'll take every excuse away uh, so that you, you only have one thing to say. You're choosing not to use something or choosing not to do it. But you can't say, I can't do it. I couldn't turn it on. I couldn't connect to this. My school has this block, this and that. All of those kind of things. And so I really appreciate the... Um, Lots of different angles at this just to make sure that the teacher who's a little bit more well-versed, but just looking for an activity um, to mix, mix it up and, and not get in a rut. To the new teacher, there's options for them to, you know, kind of walk them through the process and, and put the conversation in, in an expert's hands, somebody else's hands. And, and it also highlights to me the exciting part about this is I think about, you know, it doesn't matter how good you are in the classroom, if if you talk to your kids every day, eventually it's kind of like being a parent. They're tired of listening to you. They're ready to listen to anybody else can say the same thing and they might hear it better. And so I really, uh, yeah, I mean, I just, I, I get excited. And I hope the, the teachers out there listening are like, wow, how can, and we'll definitely put all the links and information and how to get there, but how can how can they grab it and, and use it as well? So. As I was sitting there thinking, we've we've done some different conversations on here, and one of the pieces, I'm, I'm question for you is is there an avenue, or are you pondering, or you for student led activities uh, in this in this portal in this process, uh, getting student feedback, getting student ideas, and and letting them potentially maybe it's their senior project. I I don't know. Is there is there an avenue, or is there plans? Is there anything about students taking a more leadership role in this? So here's how we could make that happen,
2: actually. Uh, we are currently soliciting uh, requests. And it turns out we were building out our content catalog right now, touching on uh, Wyoming's six social studies content and performance standards. Uh, we've got a lot of content that we think speaks to each one of those. But that being said, um, you know we don't want this just to be a list of things that we think are important. And so, something that's inherent to our project is actually soliciting uh, requests for topics. You know, what would be useful in your classroom? What do your students want to know? Uh, A good friend of mine is a social studies teacher out at Fort Washakie. Uh, She, as soon as she saw one of our media uh, announcements for the Wallet project, she hit me up. She sent me a text message and said, Oh my goodness, this is really cool would any of you be willing to put together a project on uh, the Marshall trilogy of uh, Native American rights cases? Yes, uh, that's incredibly nerdy first, but second also incredibly cool and not something you're gonna find in your typical uh, history textbook or a textbook on intro to American government or something. And so if students across the state have a topic that is a hot burning interest in their minds. Oh my gosh yes, please reach out to us. We would love to look around and find a faculty member who'd be willing to put together a content package in their area of expertise Sure Well that's
0: exciting I I know that you know Wyoming is a big state and there's lots of hidden history throughout uh, throughout our, our state everywhere and and I know for me when I walked into, the, the schools in Wheatland and started teaching up there, uh, I, I stumbled upon the Wheatland Tunnels. And I started asking kids about the Wheatland Tunnels that they divert water from one side of a mountain range to another. And now teaching geography, I'm like, this, this is almost, I mean, this is truly a modern marvel that they did, you know, a hundred plus years ago now, is there some bad, I mean, is there some of that, that good civics piece to it? Sure. Was there labor that was really cheap and probably wasn't well treated? Yeah. I mean, it just brings all these discussions and we're still reaping the benefits today. So I think about those kind of things and think about when we talk about in the, in the, in the, in the news and we hear about, um, issues with slavery or, or issues that are two, 300 years ago and, and, and. Students, families, sometimes in Wyoming, just kind of, oh well, yeah, that's somewhere else. But when I think about those kind of things, I think about like that, like that, that's another example of something that is powerful that a lot of our kids, most of our kids probably don't know anything about, but is, is, is an amazing marvel. So maybe I'll be looking for a, a, a special unit on that coming up because it, it got me all excited uh, and we could be on a whole tangent for another 20 minutes on that. So I'm going to turn it over to Maya because we're this ride is fast, furious as, as always, and we're rolling. I know Maya's always got one more question.
1: Well, I think I'm going to use the final question of what suggestions do you have for our teachers? Those that are practicing, those that are in our pre-service programs, you know, how do they, what's the first thing they should do? How should they get started in using your resources?
2: So uh, our catalog is actually hosted through a platform that the University of Wyoming calls Learn. It's actually built on Canvas, which is a learning management system that a lot of our school districts are using across Wyoming. And so you'll have to create a login and password in WyoLearn, but it's completely free. And then once you do that, you can click on the Wallop Civic Engagement Projects tile there and log into our catalog. Again, you'll find the interface to look very, very similar to all of the other uses of Canvas that you've already seen around the state. And so at that point, you can really just start diving through the catalog. You can search it either uh, by content standard or you can search it by topic. And so it's really easy to use. Uh, And if you have any questions or
0: requests, please, please, please reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Well, I have to interject really quick because just to, I got one quick question about what you just said. So if I log in and create an account and, and we add new things, we add something about the Wheatland Tunnels, maybe. Um, do I get, as a teacher, do I get alerted to, your, to the updates to that? So yes, but
2: no. Uh, yes, in the sense that we're putting out periodical, uh, I'm sorry, we're periodically putting out announcements that we have new waves of content hey, we have a whole new phase of content, come check us out, come look. Uh, But that being said, we're sensitive to being spammed just like everyone else. And so uh, while we are constantly adding new content, you won't get a notice for each and every new item of content. Instead, we're, we're trying to notify people in phases. So for instance, right now we're in phase three of expanding our catalog. And so actually there should be a press release going out next week, uh, letting folks know that there is a whole bunch of new content in there to check out. Um, I'm always excited to see the usage numbers. Uh, currently, I think we've got uh, classroom teachers in 13 Wyoming counties
0: uh, using our catalog. That's pretty good, uh, but we can always do better. Thank you, Dr. McConnell. And 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 thank you, Maya, for, for another quick furious ride, and and hopefully there's some great information out there for all the teachers. And as I said at the beginning, if you haven't shared our Cowboy Ed podcast yet with a colleague, a friend, or just somebody that likes education, you need to do that today. And if you you haven't, please share your comments. Let us know what you're thinking. Twitter, Instagram, whatever. We're, We're here for you, and we want this conversation to be valuable to you. With that, The horses are tired, and we'll talk to you soon. Move them on. Head them up. Head them up. Move them on. Move them on.
1: Head them up.
0: Cowboy in on the rock.